Hi, I'm Graham Lasso, and you're listening to Eat, Sleep, Chelsea, Repeat with Chris, Craig, and Brady. It's the Eat, Sleep, Chelsea, Repeat preview pod, and it's a cup game, a cup quarterfinal, and maybe Chelsea's best opportunity to do anything this season is the League Cup. I've got James Brady with me, ready to preview this one. Feeling confident? Well, we used to take the uh, Carabao Cup for granted. It was a bit of a warm-up for winning the league, or uh, we even made it to the final, uh, obviously, in Tuchel's uh, last season. Uh, season, sorry, and um, Yeah, I'm feeling confident, but it's surreal that it's such a huge game for us. Usually a quarter-final in the League Cup wouldn't be that big, but you know, it might be our best route to get into Europe this year. So yeah, it's a big, big game. Yeah, and, and let's talk about the injury news heading into it. Obviously, in Christopher Nkunku did make the bench at the weekend, but didn't feature for a single minute. I think Posh referenced in his presser that he had 1% or 2% doubt Nkunku was ready to play in the back of his mind and he was sort of pushed on that and alluded to the fact that maybe he would play 20 minutes in this game so we I think are going to see Christopher Nkunku's debut for Chelsea Football Club on Tuesday night are you ready? Yeah I'm excited I mean uh, we didn't talk about it actually in the um, Sheffield United review pod I mean I was a bit annoyed he didn't bring him on in that game to be honest and then I realised because I think you've got to bring him on for your home debut but um, yeah, I'm really excited, and he's finally off that terrible injury list where they say you know cut in his assessment period or whatever they talk about. And uh, <laughs> he's finally he's finally here. He's finally ready. I mean, it's, it's mad actually. Just to talk about Nkunku a little bit. It, we we kind of got conditioned to it, but it is absolutely nuts that he got done on a dodgy pitch in America, and he was our flagship sort of signing, and we haven't seen a minute of him. I mean, it is. It's bizarre that we haven't seen. It's nearly two two thousand twenty four, and we haven't seen a minute for him in a competitive minute. So it is. It's going to be great, isn't it? I mean, it's. We'll hopefully hit the ground running. But um, yeah, really, really excited. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely very excited to see him play, and I, I think he's a fantastic player. I loved what I saw in preseason from him. So yeah, looking forward to seeing him. Um, Sanchez looks like he's going to be out for a little bit, so we are going to stick with Jordi Petrovic and go. Yeah. Obviously, he didn't have much to do on Saturday at all, but potentially a little bit more to do in this game. Yeah. Uh, I guess we can't really talk about his his performance, can we? I mean, I think it was. I think they described it as a perfect Premier League uh, debut. Really, a couple of easy saves. I think Archer made him a bit worried, and he flew it. Uh, sorry, yeah, a top corner shot that flew past the uh, post, and then a free kick that I don't think was even going in, but he did a solid, pretty solid save. I would say the defence seemed pretty assured, uh, you know, in front of his stewardship. I mean, obviously, very small sample, but just seemed quite calm. Seemed to, the, you know, good, good head on his shoulders, good, good physique for a goalkeeper like Sanchez. Very tall, can catch crosses, even though he didn't cover himself in glory in the Everton game where he did a bit of a weak punch. But yeah, I mean, hopefully, he won't have tons to do in this game. But he is facing the team that is, um, you know, they're the highest XG in the league at the moment. Obviously, we're playing him in the cup, but. Newcastle do score a lot of goals, so I imagine they'll have a lot of shots. So, yeah, let's see what he can do. Unfortunately, a few other players look like they're going to be out for a while. Reese James, we didn't get the news on his surgery today, although we were promised news on it today. Um, they said they're going to wait a few more days to make a decision on that. Mark Kukurea looks like he's going to be out for a couple of months as well. Um, and Ben Chilwell, obviously, is still out. So we're still missing all our fullbacks. Potentially, Malagusto will be ready to start on Tuesday yeah. night. Um, not much good 
uh, injury news. Madueke, I think, has returned to full team training, but very unlikely, I think, to be involved on Tuesday night as well. And the game comes too soon for Romeo Lavia, who is probably going to feature after Christmas, but probably not before. Um, how, that's That about sums up the injuries, I think. Yeah, I mean, we're, if Madueke... If Madaweke uh, plays again, we're, we're down to single figures at the moment. <laughs> We've got, like, I think you posted on X, and if you could follow us on X um, at Eat Sleep Chelsea, we are crawling towards 2,000 followers. If you could uh, give us a follow, that would be great. Um, so we can, that would be a great Christmas present for us to get 2K followers just for an up-and-coming pod. That would be brilliant. Thank you. Um, yeah, I mean, we'll be, we've got 11, almost 11 you could put out, really, of injured players. Obviously, some more important than others, but... You know, players like Carney, and we thought we'd be back in November, just gone completely radio silent on that, not sure what's going on there. Kukurea, twisted ankle, he's, you know, he's down Chelsea A&E for, for a surgery. It's nuts, the injuries. I know there's a lot of injuries at the moment. We could talk about Newcastle injuries in a minute, but yeah, it is crazy that it always seems to be around the, the 10 mark. Yeah, Newcastle do have the some injuries themselves. Obviously, Nick Pope is going to be out for... I think they actually have more than us, somehow. I don't think they've got more than those. I think they did get a few players back. Dan Byrne came back from them at the weekend. Mm. Um, Isaac, I think, was left out of the squad at the weekend. Yeah, so I've got here, just looking at Premier Injury, PremierInjuries.com, that's a good one. Uh, Isaac is a 50, only 50% rating. Trippier is a late fitness test. Um, Willock's out. Barnes is out. Murphy's out. Um, Shah, Shah is out. Um, and that's it. Yeah, Matt Target's out. Obviously, been out for a while. But yeah, they've got some key players there, like Trippier and Isaac, who are kind of what we call yellow flagged in FPL. So yeah, that could be good news if they're not playing. Yeah, and they they had obviously a, a home game with Fulham that wasn't probably too taxing for no. them on Saturday. But still, you know, they're, they're these Premier League games are intense, and Newcastle played a lot of intense football yeah. recently. So I'll I'll be surprised if they turn up and uh, and uh, all guns blazing. Um, in the, this game, but we will see. I, I know Eddie Howe does a really good job of getting them them up for the games. Uh, wh- what do you think in terms of our team selection? Do you think that we're going to rotate in any way, trying to rest some players, or do you think this game is just so, so important for us that, that Posh will be first team and, and, and hoping for the best? I think he'll start Enzo um, in this game. I've, I, I'm not sure. It'd be interesting, actually, the approach of the team, whether he goes back to the uh, free midfielders. Don't think he should, but I have to wait and see. There is quite a bigger turnaround for other teams. We actually have like a decent turnaround. In the in the Christmas period, it's all about turnaround the loads and you know uh, in the red zone, green zone, orange zone, or whatever. You know, we've got five days pretty much, four and a half days between this game and the uh, the Wolves game. Um, so that means that I think he can go with a pretty strong team. And again, similar to they really shouldn't have expanded too much energy really in the Sheffield United game really, right? I mean, they had a lot of the ball. When you've got a lot of the ball, you're not running around as much, unless you're Conor Gallagher, who just runs around all the time. But um, I'm not sure about this team, actually. I haven't thought about it. What do you think about the lineup? I think you've got to go strong because it's such a huge game. But I'm not sure if he'll switch back to the free midfield. What do you think? I don't think he will. I think the physicality is really, really important in this game. Um, I think that there is a chance that Enzo doesn't start again. Wow. I think I mean, that, would be, that would be a big statement, right? That would be, now it's not injury, right? That would be he's been dropped, essentially. Or a bit of selection. selection uh, let's say selection decision rather than dropped. Well, I think when the, the pivot plays so well in, in a game, mm. I think you just have to think... You know, why not try it out again? I think Caicedo Gallagher makes sense against how Newcastle play. 
I think yeah. their mid it's important to have physicality in the midfield. Um and yeah, I I think with how Newcastle set up as well, I think it makes sense for the same back four to be trotted out as well, even if Gusto's fit. It it kind of semi makes sense. So I think there is a small chance that Chelsea go unchanged mm. uh into into this game, which would be kind of crazy given the the period that we're in in terms of December and a lot of games. But I just was thinking about the team today and just thinking that second half was good enough to just sort of trot it out again, no? Yeah, I mean, in terms of the attack, unless you're going to take Midrick out, I mean, Sterling, Palmer and Jackson, I think, are shooting for this game. I don't think Broya is going to start this game. I don't think he's shown enough, especially with that miss. And I just don't think he's shown enough to, to start this huge game. And I think he just will go with Jackson. I, I think when someone scores... We know Nicholas Jackson. He's got you know he's got seven seven league goals, as many goals as Kaiser Havertz got last season. But some players would say even if he gets fifteen twenty league goals a season, he's maybe not of the quality for us. But you have to say taking him out of the team when he just scored it would be unusual. And I think with it, what I'm trying to say is horses, it's horses for courses, really. I mean, Madueke's not fit. Um, you know, we haven't got any other player. Carney's not fit. There's not really anyone you guys could put in the attack if we're going to play four up there. Um, so I think I think it would be the same. I just think it's whether they might play. They might drop a Mudrick out and just go with the Enzo uh, Caicedo Gallagher thing. I think that's the only thing that we. I think you're right. I think they'll go with the four, the flat back four, or I call it flat back four, the four centre backs. Uh, it's very know. flat. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's almost like the three musketeers, the four centre backs. You can make a Hollywood film out of it. Um, but no, I mean, obviously, we got. They peppered us with ball, uh, with crosses and with Trippier if he's fit. I think, in the, I think he got 16 crosses when we lost 4 1. Uh, Joel Linton missed that open goal, basically, didn't he? They obviously got the goal from the cells. Really, really, really dangerous from set pieces. So we need as much height as possible. And they will be a bit leggy. So I, I don't think we know we need uh, as much pace of fullback necessarily to deal with their wingers. So I think they'll probably, I think you're right. It could definitely be an unchanged team. Just depends on that structure, what Potch wants to go for. Yeah, it would be interesting. And like you say, kind of a statement. Uh, I mean, I know it's not unheard of for players to get rested for two games in a row, but. It you would know. be a story. It would be in the Athletic the day after, wouldn't it? <laughs> it you know, that you know, Simon Johnson and Liam Tooney would be licking their lips saying, "Oh, we've got we've got an end, we've got we've got an end zone narrative here." Uh, what you know, there's something that definitely be a you know paper talk, but yeah, it might be what he wants to do. Yeah, let's see. Um, Posh is definitely, I think, a manager that can make big decisions like that, and I think he can phrase it to the player in, in different ways as well, and not be such a big deal. But yeah, definitely, I think you're you're right. It'll definitely be blown up in the media. Um, and and in terms of Broya v Jackson, I guess that's the only real sticking point in the team. I don't even I, know, I don't even think there is a Broya v Jackson at the moment. I mean, I'm not saying that I rate Jackson much over Broya or, or vice versa. I just don't think Broya's shown enough. I don't think he's shown enough. I don't think he's shown enough. I think in the Everton game he had to show more. Um, I know it was a poor team performance and he got a bit isolated. Um, I just, I mean, you know, when you're coming on and missing an open goal, it's not going to go down very well. I mean, I know, he, you know, if, I'm not, Poch isn't going to judge him on just that, obviously. But, you know, he, you know, Jackson, he actually spoke at length in the uh, post Sheffield United about Jackson and how Jackson worked well in the system. That's a flag for, you know, he's going to start again. Um, so I think it'll be Jackson. I don't think. And again, to be honest with Broya, um, he's a little bit like Darwin who is a little bit like where you know he seems to just do a bit better off the bench seems to have a bit more impact when he starts games he started the Burnley game this year I mean he did quite well against Fulham uh, but the Burnley game and the Everton game he started both of those and he was hooked early I think he was hooked to half time or something like that the Burnley game hasn't done that well when he started this year so I don't think he'll be started for this bigger game 
Yeah, it's an absolutely massive game for Chelsea tomorrow. And I think, you know, coming off that win on Saturday, it's a real chance for Posh to get some really, really good momentum yeah. um, going into the the festive period, the busy festive period. Yeah. Let's get your prediction then for the game. Um, we have Chelsea as 1.8 favourites. Wow, yeah. In, I mean, in I'm, the not, game. I'm, I'm not surprised with favourites. I think with this game, Newcastle going out of the Champions League would affect it. I think if they went through in the Champions League or even got into Europa League, I think this game would be a very low priority for them, to be honest. I mean, I know they got to the final last year and they might want to, you know, uh, rewrite that rewrite that this year and go all the way. I just think maybe they're going to prioritise this a little bit more. They're a very dangerous team. Um, but they are, their away record is, if chalk and cheese is a little bit, they're away and home record. Um, if it was at Newcastle, I wouldn't be confident, to be honest. But I think because it's at Chelsea, I think I'm pretty confident and I'm going to go 3-1 Chelsea in this game. I'm quite confident about this game. Um, I'm, I just think Newcastle are really leggy. I mean, I know we said last time they were really, after the international break, they're really leggy and all that sort of thing. But I think they are going to be pretty leggy. Um, and I just don't think mentally they'll be quite there for this game uh, in terms of like prioritising it. You know, they're they you know, just in terms of logistics as well. Uh, they've got to travel all the way down to London on a Tuesday. It's not a Wednesday. Tight turnaround. They've got a lot of big. Uh, they'll be looking to get back into the Champions League in terms of the league. I think they've maybe in their own mind will not put quite mentally prioritise this game. Could be wrong. Um, but I feel like we're favourites in that sense. And this is such a huge game for us. So I think 3-1 Chelsea. I'm going to go with Chelsea to qualify on penalties. And uh, Jordi Petrovic is the hero. So they've wow. Saving a penalty. You keep going yeah. for these very uh, narrow sort of defined <laughs> narratives, and you're hoping that I've got one, a vision. I've got a vision for this. Well, one time in the next, it wasn't it like the last game that Kunku was going to come on. And it'd be four 0 and then eventually, eventually, going to get it right, right? Like, exactly. Uh, yeah. Uh, a broken clock's right once a day, right? So, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, no, I think you know it depends on the injuries. If Isak's fit and Trippier's fit, that does change things. But if Isak and Trippier are out, which may happen. I mean, yeah. But there is actually a little um, a little bit of a narrative here. Chelsea have allowed Lewis Hall to play this game. Um, so, yeah, a little bit of a narrative there. Obviously, uh, hasn't really been getting many minutes for Newcastle at all. There's actually been rumours that they can't afford or don't want to um, activate um, his release clause. So, um, yeah, I have to wait and see. He might be back at Chelsea next year. But, uh, yeah, it'd be interesting if he plays. And obviously, we've got the Tino Livermento narrative as well. So it might be uh, their full-backs versus our centre-backs. Looking forward to it. Yeah. All right, that's that's all we've got time for, I think, today on our preview. Feeling good about the game. And yeah, can't wait for uh, to, to talk about it in our review pod and talk about who we're up against in the League Cup semi-finals, which with the other game being Liverpool versus West Ham, um, could be a relatively weak group of, uh, of semi-final participants. And yeah, that would be handy because Chelsea could really do with this little backdoor into Europe based on the our... Three games from Wembley. Absolutely, can't wait. All right, for all updates on ACR, you can follow us on X, Eat Sleep Chelsea, Instagram, Eat Sleep Chelsea Repeat. As always, we hope you're carefree, wherever you may be. And thanks for listening.